0: The All The More Podcast, where we are continually searching out scriptural truths all the more. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Levi Moore, and I'm joined by my co-host and brother, Aaron Moore. Each week, we look into God's Word and see what He has for us. So, let's go ahead and dive on into His Word and see what He has this week. Welcome everyone again to the All the More podcast. We are uh, both back in the saddle this week too. Uh, we had some technical difficulties earlier in the week recording, so we're a little, a little bit late uh, getting, uh, getting the show out to you. But uh, we are uh, back to back to doing it uh, this week. We're, we're going to be looking at uh, uh, the fall of Jericho, uh, where the circle takes the square, uh, where you know, uh, Jer- uh, the uh, the Israelites they uh, march around Jericho. Uh, and and so the Israelites being the circle and the Jericho being the square. But um, anyhow, without further ado, I'll let me welcome Aaron to the podcast. Hello, Aaron. Hello. Um. So uh, uh Aaron. Aaron's uh uh off gallivanting in the big big city of uh, Vidalia uh, uh t- today. He he had a what was it a young farmers uh convention.
1: Yes, you know, our uh, summer tour they do every year. You tour a different county and the different agricultural related operations that they got going on over here. So, of course, Vidalia Onions is where they're from. So, sure, I see a lot of stuff having to do with Vidalia Onions. I they should be.
0: Okay. Well, um, without further ado, uh, I reckon we, we, we can go, go ahead and, and get start, get started here. We'll, we'll, uh, our, our primary area uh, th- tonight will be lo- looking in. Um, uh, or this episode will be looking at, at the fall of Jericho in J- Joshua chapter 6. but I want to start real quick in, in Joshua 5 uh, 13 to 15 uh, real quick because so- something something very uh, very uh, interesting happens just before uh, uh, Joshua leads the Israelites into uh, taking over, uh, Jericho. So starting verse verse 13 of chapter 5 says, "When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand, and Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or or for our adversaries?" And he said, "No, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come." And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, "What does uh, my Lord say to his servant?" And the uh, and the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, "Take off your sandals for your uh, from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy." And Joshua did so. So this uh, this passage here uh, uh, is is uh, another occurrence of what, what of what we would call a uh, a, a Christophany, you know, the uh, uh, and appearing uh, or physical manifestation of the pre-incarnate Christ, uh, and 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 we, we we know that this is. Uh, that this is uh you know God or Christ himself in the flesh because you know notice here in in, in verse 14 um, this says and Joshua fell on fell to the earth and worshiped and said to him you, uh you know what, what is my uh, what does my lord say to the servant uh, it, if it had been an angel uh the angel would have of course you know said you know don't worship me i'm just an angel i'm just a you know i'm just a servant but you know the, the, the commander here did not reject the worshipper and did not reject any um, uh, a, a, any action that Joshua did, uh, and, and moreover he 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 told you know Joshua you take off your sandals for where you're standing is holy. Um, so uh, you know, I I I just you know, wanted to, to point that out because you know you know, he, he, here's, here's Joshua about to go in and and, and, and try to take over uh, over Jericho. Uh, and, and and yet you know, and here here is here is you know God coming and and, and you know standing there right with him um, until you know, that that you know, this occurs you know right after uh, uh, immediately following the the, the the first Passover that was observed within Canaan um, you know by by, by the Israelites uh, you know which that, that that was largely what what went on in, in chapter uh, chapter five. Uh, and uh, and and in chapter four, uh, that th- there were uh, uh, excuse me not not four in, in chapter five, they they also uh, you know, circumcised um, you know the the new generation that was entering into the promised land. Um, so, anyways, you know, uh, you know all, all, all that occurred, and then you know, God shows up and says, "Hey, you know I you know, I'm the commander of, of the Lord's army." Christ shows up and and, and he's there to, from the get go um, to 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 you know, to lead them and guide them. So, uh, Aaron, you got anything on that before we move to Chapter Six?
1: Uh, not really. Pretty much summed it up. Okay. I was just talking, you know, the taking his, his sandals off and everything, like in the Bring bush. The guy tells him to take his sandals off, and uh, I guess evidence that it's my God, not just some kind of angel messenger of God or something like that.
0: All right. So now, now we're going to go get start on Chapter Six. Um, says here uh, starting in, uh, in verse 1 it says now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel none went out and none came in and the Lord said to Joshua see I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor you shall march around the city all the men of war, uh, going around the city once. Um, Thus you shall do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow uh, the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horns, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people, uh, and the people shall go up every uh, everyone straight before him. So Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, "Take up the ark of the covenant, and let s- seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the, of the Lord." And he said to the people, "Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the ark of the Lord." All right. So I'm gonna go, go ahead and uh, stop here for a second. So um you know notice uh, you know, up here at the very start start of the chapter um it says that that uh you know, that Jericho was sh- you know, shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel none went in or out or none went ent- went in or n none went out and none came in um and so uh you know they they they, they were they were already kind of uh, you know they, they knew that there was a essentially a, you know, a sea, siege that was coming now uh, let me get, give you a little background on 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 the the area of Jericho or the city of Jericho so uh, Jericho in its size was really not that large of a place it was only about you know six to eight acres worth of land um, so uh, you know, you know, that, that, that that's not not that that large of an area but the thing that that, that made it uh, made it uh, distinguishable or easily recognized from, uh, you know, or from other areas was that it was on, you know, on what what uh, they call um, uh, in the Hebrew uh, uh, a tell, which is a, you know, uh, a raised, you know, it's not, uh, it's like a, a hilltop kind of a, not, not a, not a plateau, but it's a, a, a raised area. And so it was a, a highly uh, defensible area. Uh, from a, a strategic military standpoint, and so uh, they they uh, they had uh, two two walls. There was an outer wall and an inner wall. The outer wall being somewhat thinner, the inner wall being thicker. Um, and so uh, these uh, you know, be, being that they were on a hill, they also had a a, a much further uh, you know line of sight. They could see you know people you know the people coming towards the city, and and keep in mind that you know. The people, the, the you know the Israelites that were coming towards the city, well, when they left left Egypt, there were you know, two million plus. That's a that that's a um a large number of people, uh, and it could be easily seen from a from a great distance. Now, of course, these uh you know, the Israelites were were uh they weren't like camping right outside the city. They were camped you know, in Gil- Gilgal, uh, you know, some uh uh you know, some, some distance away from there, but but um, anyhow, yeah. You know, so, uh, the uh, it, if we look back in Joshua two nine, it says uh, that where is it here? Oh, in two eight, um, it says uh, before the men lay down, uh, she came out. This talking, talking about Rahab came up to them on the roof and said to the men, "I know that the Lord has given you the land, and that you, and that the fear of the." fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you now you know, the reason they, they they uh they were doing that as it says here in verse 10 it says uh we have heard how the lord dried up the water of the red sea before you when you came out of egypt and what you did to the two kings of the amorites uh, who were beyond the jordan to uh, sihon and og who, you know, who whom you devoted to destruction and and so you know, and you know, basically you know, the city of Jericho had heard all these things that, that the Israelites had done, uh, and what God had done through them, and they were freaking out. You know, they were they were like, "Oh my goodness, we're about to all die." So that's why they're you know why they're they, they've shut themselves in. Um, and uh, anyhow, uh, so that 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 was kind of a uh, uh, an interesting kind of a, uh, I, I thought that was kind of you know, interesting how quick you know word traveled. But uh, Aaron, do uh, you, you, you have anything to add on the um, on 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 any of that or on any of the uh, the circling or anything? Uh,
1: I was just saying Exodus thirty-three. Yeah, it says uh, you know <clears throat> after the whole golden calf incident with Moses, and then we're up on Mount Sinai. He comes down, and in uh, chapter thirty-three of Exodus, you know, God commands them to leave Sinai. And in the beginning of thirty-three says, "Then the Lord said to Moses." Depart and go up from here, you and your people, whom I have brought out of the land of Egypt to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying to your descendants, I will give it, and I will send my angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, the Go to the land, and I will. Well, then anyway, he says he's basically, you know, he says going on I'm about to clear them out. Even though at this time he said that you know he's not going to go with them because he says they're a stupid enough people. You know, this is after the whole golden calf incident and everything um anyway i was saying you know he told moses told moses in exodus 33 you know to go ahead and go and he said he would basically clear the way and uh, as we see now in joshua 6 they're getting uh and jericho are getting scared and they've already heard and they're trembling and uh anyway so i th- i think you know, god said he was going to do something that's happening
0: Yeah, you know, the um uh yeah that the, the, there is uh, at, at the the very very end of this chapter there's a uh, very interesting uh, prophecy that, that 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 occurs, or that that, that uh, Joshua um, uh, utters, but uh, we'll, uh, we will get get to that later as well. Um, <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, so he, so here here in in, in chapter six, uh, if, if we we uh, uh, you continue on, you, uh, you know, verses eight eight through twelve, or excuse me, eight through eleven, you know, Joshua continues to um, uh, you relay the command that God had given uh, you know, to to the Israelites. Um, and so uh, picking up in verse 12 uh, says then Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord, and, and the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the cu- uh, ark of the Lord walked uh, walked on, and they blew the trumpets uh, continually, and the armed men were walking before them. The rear guard was walking after the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets blew continually. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned into the camp. So they did for six days. Uh, on the seventh day. They rose early at the dawn of at the dawn of day and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times, and at the seventh and at the seventh time, when the uh, when the priests. Uh, had blown the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout for the Lord has given you the city, and the city and all uh, that is within it shall be devoted to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her uh, in her house shall uh, shall shall live because she hid the messengers whom we sent. But you uh, keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction, lest when you have devoted them you take any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel a thing of, for destruction and bring trouble upon uh, upon it. But all silver and gold and every vessel of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord. They shall, be, they shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted and the trumpets were blown and as soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout and the wall fell down flat. So that the people went up to, uh, into the city every man straight before him, uh, him and they captured the city. Then they devoted all in the city to destruction, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep, and donkeys, with the edge of the sword. Um, now, um, so, 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 you, uh, you, know, he, he here we see that the, you know, the, the, uh, the Israelites, and you know, of course, they, they followed the orders that, you know, that God had given them to march around the city, you know, six times in a very specific way. Uh, and and, and you, if you haven't noticed yet, there's a a number that repeats itself a lot you know, that number being seven, um, you know, that, uh, you know, uh, if you look, you know, all, you know, all throughout, throughout scripture that, you know, seven occurs fairly frequently. Um, and, 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 uh, uh, you know, it, it, even, even from the very beginning, you know, in Genesis chapter one, when we look at chapter one and chapter two, we see that there are seven days that God, you know, there, there were six creative days. And then the seventh day was the day that God rested. So those days, um, those days are are, are uh, uh, or Excuse me. That that number rather um, you know, seven you, you, uh, generally represents completion or perfection, um, and so uh, you know, you know, that is you know, God's you know, perfect number or God's complete number, um, and so uh, you know, he, you know, here he is with, with seven priests and, and they are, they're using seven trumpets of ram's horns, and then you know the, on the seventh day they walk around seven times. Um, and, and, and so uh, you know that you know, and and to signify the completion of the of the task you know that you know that the seven priests blow the seven horns and then the people shout you know on that on the, the on, on that last round um, and of course you know we see that you know, that that the city or well, the walls fall um, and 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 you know, th- th- there was no one that, that that did any fighting for them or, or you know th- excuse me, let, me, let me rephrase that they did not do any fighting uh you know, you know to make the walls fall um you know it, it was entirely you know god that made the walls fall and, and, and you know, it says here and um uh where is it here verse um oh yeah uh, ver- verse 20 says and, uh, and the wall fell down flat now some 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 scholars believe the the phrasing uh, in the Hebrew literally means that the walls like sank straight down a- into the ground to where the, the tops of the of the walls were then you know f- flush flat level with the ground uh, around it but I mean you know wh- whether that happened or not either way you know it was a miraculous event um, that you know that they themselves did not do anything for God was the one that did all the all the fighting but um, uh one other thing I, I, I wanted to mention, and I'll, I'll pass it over to you, Aaron. Uh, is you know, no, notice that that uh, you know they they you know, don't um, you know, uh, Joshua you, you, you know, made sure that they knew like don't take anything for yourself. You know everything in the whole city is devoted to destruction. That means it's it's, it's uh, it is uh, uh, you know. Uh, i think i think the, the literal rend- rendering of, of the words is is it is uh made sacred or made as an offering to god you know, for destruction um you know all the people all the all the all the animals everything and the and the, you know, all the all the you know uh, silver gold and and bronze and iron uh, things you know those would be added to the treasury um you know, of the lord you know, for the priests to uh to to use you and 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 their ministry um but anyhow uh, aaron you have anything to add on that
1: yeah i think just the, the going back to the numerology thing you know like i said they you know they went around it for six for six days uh which is you know i think there's a number of 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 man or not the number of the flesh or number of uncompleteness or things like that. And I think it's the, the biggest takeaway message from the whole Jericho incident is that, uh, you know, they were well, number one, they did exactly what God told them to follow his instructions to a T and, uh, and number two, you know, the instructions were given, you know, to, to take your mighty men, your soldiers, and you know, to walk around and follow them with the Ark of the Covenant, everything like that. And the, with the priest and all like you're talking about. But, uh, the biggest thing is, you know, the, the people did it, did it God's way and, uh, you know, put God, you know, we're relying on faith and in, in God to do everything like you were saying. And, uh, and yeah, you, know, you saw on the, on the one time, the six days previously, they went around one time and um you know, they're doing it like the, with the power of, of man, you know, they're showing their, they're doing a little saber rattling, you know, they're scaring them, the people in the, in Jericho to death, you know, showing their army and everything. And, you know, on the seventh day, they, the priests are blowing the horns and they shout. And then, you know, I just wonder what would have happened if all the people didn't shout you know it's like is, is that you know or if they shouted half-heartedly or something you know it's just, you do you really have faith or not but uh yeah i think the takeaway message is doing things to the t with the instructions as well as you know i, I guess you know doing things god's way and having faith you know that,
0: that yeah you know, that i think that's really what what um you know a lot of us as christians we oftentimes we can have a lot of um you know i don't know what, what you call it uh apprehension about doing something a certain way because we don't we think that how is that going to work you know we you know we we we, we put too much emphasis on um on on us doing something rather than saying you know uh you know letting god do the thing that there was a thing that uh some of my 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 former students uh would say they say let go and let god you know and uh and and, and yeah, you know, I, I agree. I agree to that to 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 a certain extent. You know, to let go of the problem and let God work it out. But at the same time, you know, I I, I think it, it'd be better to clarify it. You know, let go of the problem and hold on to God. You know, as He guides you through the problem, you know, through the solution. You know, uh, you because know, because you know, if we just let go and, and and sit back and and are passive about something, then that's not always the best way to to handle things. You know, God calls us to to action, not to to passiveness
1: i think some um uh, you know i was talk, talking to several different people uh, some people at church and some people you know just in general and, and we just you know stories like 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 this particular one you, you have to i think people forget who what god they serve and um the particular events like this i mean i will you know talking about you know how do you should you trust god or should you be afraid when you're walking with god or should you uh you know have questions or wonder about things i don't know just, but you know, this is one of the, like a small, a small snippet of you know, number one, the glory of God, and uh and I just think it's hard to. I mean anybody who's a christian there at some point you know you're gonna have you know weakness in faith or weakness in courage or weakness in whatever but um i just think stuff like this that that as a you know if you remember what god you serve i think it should uh certainly inspire you to to, to know it's possible because you're not doing it your way you're doing it his way kind of a thing Yeah,
0: well, and, and yeah yeah i i think that, that that's one reason why it's it, it is absolutely crucial for us as christians um, especially you know, you know, for you know for those who are parents um, but you know, even for those who aren't parents you know to to raise up the younger generation knowing what god has done you know, you know especially what god has you know what what god has done in and 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 in recorded history like in and recorded scripture but but also just you know make sure that they know what god has done in your own personal life that you can attest to like I mean, he has done this and this and this and this uh you know, because for for a lot of people, uh, you know, God is this distant, um, disinterested party. Uh, that 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 you know, I mean, they, they they wonder like, why why should I bother believing that you know, that God is you know the right one to follow? Why why can't I follow uh, you know you know Krishna or why can't I follow you know some other some other you know deity or something you know that I, I mean it, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it is our responsibility to raise up the next generation, knowing that God is and always will be faithful, um, and that He is the the one true God. Uh, you know, we we, we we can't go on with all this. Uh, what do we call it? Um, with all this political correctness, you know, the the, you know, the, the, the time for, for 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 you know sitting back, you know, uh, is long past. You know, you know all the, all the 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 sitting back and the and and the sidelines is is uh, is is you know what's gotten gotten us gotten our, our nation and our world and, and 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 to the the way that it is now you know we, you know, we we as christians need to stand up you know and uh and and uh you know defend the faith and 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 like I said you raise up the younger generation knowing who God is
1: Speaking of defending the faith, uh, there's an example in this passage of a problem that, that that's a, it's a it's a point of attack by the secular secular anybody anywhere against Christianity and specifically the god of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Uh you know they always tell you they're, they'll ask it's the you know the problem of evil or the problem of of uh things and like you know how does the biggest thing is you know how do you believe in a god that uh you know tells you to go in and kill every man, woman and child or something like that. You know and they're like you know how could you that's not a loving god. I thought god was love. But uh, something something you can cause, you know it talks specifically about that in this chapter 6, you know everything in the city is made is for destruction is doomed by God for destruction. But the key thing is number one, the people in the city before they even got there already knew about God, they already knew what he had done. And, uh, they marched around the city for six days, you know, at any point in time, they could have, uh, you know, waved their truce flag, you know, a little white flag over the city wall and, uh, say, you know, we give in and they probably could have been spared you know or repented or you know come to know who god is and, and and you know worship them instead of whatever they were worshiping but uh they clearly didn't and so in that god is justified by saying you know they had all this time plus six days to wave the truth flag but they didn't so then he's of course he's gonna you know turn them over to themselves and 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 lay waste to it so i think you know as we understand you know, this whole provisionalism as we talk about and so, soteriology or anything, but you know, just God always makes a way out. And it's not, he's not just like these people in Jericho. He's not, they weren't just his, uh, punching bag or whatever you want to call it, or just uh, an object for him to display his power and glory through, you know, they still had a chance just like everybody else to, uh, you know, repent and, and seek God or seek, you know, I understand that they wouldn't have known because it's not like there was churches in Jericho or something, you know, or synagogues or any kind of thing, but they could have certainly figured it out.
0: Well, and, and, and you know, uh, another thing that, that that a lot of people don't uh that a lot of people you don't don't necessarily you know understand right, right offhand uh is the fact that you know w- one of the reasons why um you know Jericho was devoted to destruction was like you know, you by God was because they were doing all, all the things that God uh that God you know uh, detested you know uh you uh you know w- w- uh, the. the the majority of the land of Canaan, you know, uh, at at uh, at some point or another, uh, worshipped um, the uh, god uh, Molech. Well, you know, Molech part of part of part of the, part of their ritual uh, of worship was o- was offering their, uh, their 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 you know, newborn children uh, as sacrifices, you know, to this god. And you know, it's not like they were just you know slit their throats and and, and or whatever. Like, it, you know, they 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 would you know, put them in a and and a glorified you know vat or whatever, and and you know and essentially cook the cook the newborn child, you know for this god, and and so you know they're you know doing human sacrifices and things like that, and and all this other idol worship and things, and and so you they were you know they were were an abomination you know before God, uh and and you like you said you know. They, they had already heard all the things that that, uh, that God had done for the, for the Israelites, you know, coming out of Egypt, but they didn't they didn't relent. They didn't repent. Um, and so, you know, they, they, they were given opportunity, uh, but they didn't take it.
1: Yeah, it sounds like America. Uh, yeah, the abomination of uh, abortion and everything, and and uh, you know women out there marching or anybody marching out there in the street for you know, pro-abortion. They're talking about a uh, you know it's all about my rights as a as a woman or rights of my own body. But you know, it's it's a it's human sacrifice. It's not a human sacrifice. I guess it's human sacrificing. You're sacrificing a child to the god and worshiping yourself is what it is. That that's exactly it's, what it is. Yeah, you know, it's it's the it's, it's, god. It's
0: it's, all it's about you. that's right. It's you know w- worshiping self and worshiping convenience. I mean, you know, you know, and and you know, I I'm just as guilty as the next person. But you look look at all the you know fast food joints along you know you on you on every other corner. You know, they're fast food. It's called fast food because people want to you come in the drive through, get in, get out, and go. You know, because you know you know it's all about what what can I do you for myself to you know to to come in the fastest and get out the fastest. You know, um, and and but uh you know it. You know, that you know, here, here in Jericho, you know, they, they were, um, that, that they were, you know, uh, worshiping things and doing things that, you know, that they thought were best for themselves rather than most honoring to God. Um, and, and, and you know, the, the same goes, you know, like like you're saying for our country too.
1: Which is the greatest thing about God is that you know you honor Him and bring glory to him. And he's going to raise you up and honor and glorify you, you know, and you know, and you're, you know, when you get to heaven, right. And, um, you're, you're going to be in a perfected body and he's going to you know, lift you up and you'll be in line with the firstborn of creation, who is Christ. You know, you'll be treated as sons of God. You know, I mean, it's not like you're doing all this for nothing. I mean, I mean, you're doing it for God's glory, but it's not like God's—you know—just leaving you hanging out. Where it's a one-way street. I mean, it's a—it's uh, certainly a two-way street, and uh, most importantly, you know, you can either live with Him or without Him. But the thing is, you can't afford to live without Him. That's right. So, you know, just the simple fact that that you're alive right now is—you know—the grace of God. I just thought, just you know, people are sinning, and you know, it's like the people on the cross, they're sitting there cussing at Jesus as he's hanging on the cross, and you know, he could have hopped off that thing and you know, whacked them all. And, uh, or he could just, you know, ended existence of the whole universe right then and said, I'm through with this crap. But, uh, you know, by his grace and mercy and, you know, he knew he had to do what he had to do because he loved us. He, um, he did it anyway. And also even Christ, he was, you know, he was doing everything he did to glorify the father. And so I don't think it's too much to ask for people to do the same. If, you know, if, if it's, if the son of God has to do it, then why, why shouldn't you? Right. But anyway.
0: Well, you, you know, uh, one one other thing I, I wanted to, to to bring out real quick, um, you know, no, looking look in, in verse seventeen, It you know, says that you know, that that all that is uh, that is within it shall be devoted to uh, devoted to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute, um, only Rahab the prostitute, and all who are with her in her house shall live because she hid the me- the messengers whom we sent. Now, um, some some. Uh, so-called scholars and or theologians you know uh who are you know, trying to be uh are you trying to uh you know, whitewash um you know scripture uh you know, uh, uh, of any unpleasantness that they want to to try to to say that that uh rahab wasn't a prostitute that she was a uh, an innkeeper or or some kind of a uh a, a uh I don't know. She, she she was some some kind of a person that, that you know basically ran a, a a a bed and breakfast kind of a deal. Um okay. and and that that's that's far from the truth because in the Hebrew, uh, the word zina, uh, in every possible understanding of the word means prostitute or harlot, um, or slattern or whatever other uh, archaic form of the word you want to use. Um, you know, zina was you know descriptive. Of someone in the red light district, okay. Um, but you know uh, what? What? Uh, what I wanted to, to point out, though, is that you know he, here here we are. Um, you know, in uh, you know the Israelites are coming to devote the entire city to destruction, everything in it, uh, you know, all the people and all the all the animals and everything. And yet, God extends grace not to the king not to you know the the highest of the high but you know to one of the lowest of the lows in all the society the prostitute um and, and and so you know he he you know he offers that grace because of one thing her faith uh you know, it, it, you know and so her you know, her faith is what saves her you know and and we we, we see this in, uh, in in Hebrews chapter 11 um where where is it here it says um in verse uh, 11 chapter 11 verse 31 uh, by faith Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies and if you look back for uh, back one verse in verse 30 talking about you know, the walls of Jericho it says by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days you know, so faith as we have been saying the, the, for the entirety of, of this podcast, you know, uh, you know, so far, is that faith is what drives salvation. Faith is what ends up being the thing that that God uh, measures. You know, is this person my child or, or is he not? Um, and, uh, and 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 what's more is that Rahab was actually not only what what was she extended grace and allowed to become a part of Israel but she was even allowed to become the great-great-great-grandmother of King David, a.k.a. she is in the bloodline of Jesus Christ. What? Um, you know, so, you know, That that... That, that's a, 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 you know, a pretty crazy, uh, crazy thing to realize is that you know, God here, here's God taking a Gentile prostitute who is outside of Israel, making her a part of Israel, and also making her the great-great-great grandmother of the, the most notable and well-known and, and well-revered king of all of Israel, King David, and then also making her the great-great-great-I-don't-know-how-many-greats uh, grandmother of Jesus Christ.
1: Well, there's something else. Uh, if you look in the uh, you know Matthew chapter one, where it's the genealogy of Christ, right? Uh, and you know, a lot of people wonder, you know, why in the world was that in there? But uh, but it's interesting. There's several, and Rahab was one of them, and there are several other women in the line of Christ that um, like if it weren't uh, it's a, it's almost like an it's argument that he is the son of God because you know he's. I guess they were trying to. You know Matthew, imagine here's the virgin birth, and uh, so of course you know people are. There's a lot of Suspect or suspicion around the virgin birth, you know, is, is they might think that Jesus is an illegitimate child. You know, how is he really the son of God? And blah blah blah. And uh, you know, not only was that like a irregularity with with Mary, you know, you know him being a virgin birth out of Mary, but there's several other women and there that are also irregularities. And if they weren't just irreg- irregularities, they'd actually be embarrassing to say that the son of God came from these people. Like uh, some of them were um. Hittites or other uh or not Hittites, but uh I should've studied that more but I just thought about it. But anyways, Rahab's one of them. There's four different women in the in the line there they are all less than fantastic people.
0: Yeah, because yeah. the, the, there's your Rahab, there's also uh, Ruth. You're Ruth was a a Moabite.
1: Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Moabite. And uh there's several others in there, but it's all in Matthew one is kind of like a I don't know how to explain it, but uh Doctor Lyons he explained it a lot better than me, but anyways, there's some things in there that if it, if it weren't true, it's kind of like There's a lot of things in the gospel in general that, um, that make it speak to his truthfulness because if it was, you know, if they were, if they're wanting to lie to you and make up a story, they would have took out those embarrassing irregularities, or right. Things like that. But like throughout the gospel another example examples that even Mary at one point or another thought that Jesus was crazy. And, uh, some of the apostles thought that, you know, they didn't really believe. and And despite the fact that Jesus had said all these things, you know, to the very end they still didn't fully understand and you know if they wanted to lie about like a makeup story you're not going to say things like that you're going to say you know everyone knew from the very beginning that he was the son of god and everything went great and but you know and the gospel writers added a lot of things um or God inspired them to write a lot of things you know the whole truth um anyway i might have just totally confuse everybody listening but uh
0: oh no well i mean yeah i i yeah i uh, I followed you so if, if I can follow there's a
1: lot of things that are embarrassing if if they're you know if you're wanting to fake something there's things in there that if you want to fake it they wouldn't be in there because they're kind of embarrassing or kind of like taking away from right you know but they are in there because and that and to me that adds to the you know legitimacy of the whole thing but anyway
0: yeah because I mean you, uh, you know, to to kind of reiterate what you're saying yeah it, uh, it if you want to make a make a story sound good and make something sound, you know, like it's the greatest thing, you'll leave out, you know, the, the, the gory details of, uh, of any shameful acts or anything that was, you know, less than kosher. Um,
1: oh, and then like, yeah, like Joseph too, you know, it talks about the whole story of, you know, when Joseph uh, finds out that Mary's pregnant, you know, he's talking about wanting to divorce her and everything. And, and uh, you know, because he thinks that maybe she cheated on him or something. And, you know, stuff like that, if you wanted to lie about it, you would have just, you would have left that part out. Right. And so well, there's, you know, doubt with Joseph and doubt with Mary. And, you know, Jesus' own brothers or, or his half-brothers thought he was a, a nut, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when, you know, there's tons of stuff in there that could have been left out, you know, if you are wanting to make it a more prettier story. Right. If you're trying to fake it, you know, anyway.
0: Yeah, you, you can't can't fake it until you make it here. Um yeah. But, uh, well, let, let Let's go ahead and, and uh, uh, finish out the, the, these last verses here on the on the uh, in this chapter, uh, going twenty two to twenty seven. Um, says, uh, but to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, "Go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belong to her, as you swore to her." So the young men who, who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire and everything in it, only the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and of iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute and her father's household and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Joshua laid an oath on them at that time, saying, "Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and and rebuilds this city, Jericho, at the cost of his firstborn shall he lay its foundation, and at the cost of his youngest son shall he set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land now that um so so you just to you know, kind of kind of retouch on the whole rahab thing and notice here in in verses twenty two through uh through twenty five um, you know, it, it it validates that uh that Joshua did in fact honor you know honor the, the the vow given by the spies and and he brought brought them out alive um and so you know that that was you know, you know Joshua extended God's grace to to this to this woman um and then but but now, now you know, here in verse verse 26 you know, uh here is that that uh that that prophecy or that curse that I, was, that I was talking about earlier um this this prophecy is actually fulfilled in, uh, uh, in First Kings sixteen thirty four, 34, um, it says, In his days, Heel uh, of Bethel um, built Jericho. He laid its foundation at the cost of Abiram, uh, his firstborn, and set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son, Segub, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it's you know, uh, it, it interesting that, you know, god's word comes true i mean yeah, that 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 might sound like a like a dust statement but i mean you god's word you know is true and 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 when god says something it's going to happen uh and so you it's just interesting to see that you know that it that it is validated anyhow so you just kind of kind of uh uh sum it up here um you know uh this was uh you know joshua chapter six uh you know it's the the very uh the very beginning of the conquest of the land of canaan um you know, you know the you know, there were three campaigns there were there was the central the northern and the southern uh they started started in the in, in the center of canaan you know with with jericho and then later they went into the city of ai uh and uh you know, and uh destroyed the city of ai uh or excuse me no they didn't destroy it. they they were defeated there um uh, you know, because they decided not to do things god's way but uh anyhow they uh they uh, destroyed you know, jericho and, and and the whole point of the of the central campaign was to divide divide the nation you know to you know divide and conquer and uh and so that that, that was their goal but uh, anyhow um you know, joshua here you know, he's he's the one that successed or uh, succeeded rather uh, Moses, and uh and you know, leading the people of israel and you and know, and the way that god wanted them to go and uh and so uh you know as a as a first first mission uh you know he he succeeded uh and, and the only reason he succeeded was because he was faithful and you know, to god he trusted god and he did it god's way um so you, you have any closing remarks aaron
1: uh you basically summed it up um, i don't know what else to add besides that like you already said the whole the whole time you know just uh, basically what you said i don't know what else to say i am <laughs> rambling, ramble on but yeah that was it
0: okay all right well um uh again we we uh we are you know, glad, glad to to, to uh, uh you know, be, be back uh recording on a on a uh a semi-regular basis now uh and, and so uh you know hopefully hopefully next next episode we will have less technical difficulties in our our recording uh and we can get the episode out uh, on time but uh until then guys uh keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more for listening to the All the More podcast. If you like what you've heard or are interested in other related content, head on over to allthemore.com. That's all the more with two O's.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your other favorite podcasting app. Until next time, keep on searching out scriptural truths. All the More.